two, one, and we're live. What's going on, fellas? Hey, how's it going, dudes? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey. So we have uh, we have a special guest join us. Our uh, our second ever guest here on episode four. Um, everybody, welcome Jeff Redone. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the most awkward entrance ever. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, I'll edit in some like WWE entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for doing this, though, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm like nervous, I'm, like it's a first date. Why? Why are you so nervous? I, man? I have like that first date jitters, and I'm staring at two dudes. So that's sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little awkward right now. <laughs> listen, listen. Never say never. Just keep drinking your beer, and everything will get a whole lot easier. Just <laughs> gonna hear like clicking. I'm gonna be passed out on the keyboard. Like <laughs> this is a this is all part of the plan, Jeff. Did you get those poppers we sent you in the mail? <laughs> Right, we start sending. We're sending like tampered beer. Shortest episode ever, fifteen minutes. I'm already blacked out. Yeah, right. Oh, geez, that's funny. Well, Lee, uh, Lee, what do you what do you got in front of you there? What's uh, what's that beer hanging out? You know, we talked about this on the Thanksgiving episode, um, and I just couldn't get it out of my head. I got the got the Dortmunder Gold, the pinnacle of beer, in my opinion. It's the way beer should be uh, by our uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company here in Cleveland. <clears throat> yeah delicious that is now i've heard you talking about that forever is that would you say that's probably your your top favorite beer uh as far as just situationally there are different favorite beers but as far as like just go to uh just go to craft beer i'd say this is probably my favorite i'll say of of all the i mean i don't even want to try and put a number to the amount of beers we drank together but uh, of of all of them, I feel like a good majority are probably Dortmunders. Yeah, that and Miller Lights. It's like the yeah. uh, when I when I want yogurt, you know, compared to ice cream, I drink Miller Lights. When I want ice cream, I drink Dortmunder. <laughs> that is a really weird analogy. Well, you know, you just kind of watch the LBs. <laughs> that might be the first time in history that anybody's compared Miller Light to yogurt. That's true. That's true. You know, but it, you know, and all these people are drinking like McAll and stuff like that. I mean, like, please. Miller Lite's almost just as light as McAltra is, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, only 100 calories, 3 grams of carbohydrates per 12-ounce can. Get out of here with that McAltra. Damn, dude. You can choose enough. How much is Miller Lite paying you for that endorsement? Damn. <laughs> I've drank enough of it. Yeah, right. Seriously, you should be a spokesman. That's funny. Yeah, dude, McAltra, none of us are, are running marathons or doing triathlons like all the commercials you see. I don't That's feel like anybody right. who actually drinks Mick does that shit anyway. <laughs> right. I don't think so either. <laughs> right. But uh, I've uh, I got uh, a local brewery uh, double wing. Um, I've got the butter the butter pecan porter. It's nice. uh, it's my favorite from theirs. And if, if anybody remembers the the first episode, it is butter pecan. Lee is how you say that. <laughs> not burbicorn. Not not not, not bur, bur, or, or whatever the hell it was. It's a uh, butter butter pecan porter double wing. It's uh what is that attached to? What's that winery? That it's uh that it's oh, at. You call me out. Oh, that's is that, out is here it Ferrante? Too. It's not Ferrante, is it? No, Fronte. Fronte is the biggest one, right? That huge winery. The, the Olive, Garden, uh, the of Olive Garden of wineries. Yeah. Dude, what is up with you and your analogies today? <laughs> Just pass backwards here. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I don't know what it was. It was. Um. It was either Ferrante. It's not Ferrante. It's one of those like uh, one of those wineries in Madison. I'll have to look it up. But uh, it's attached there. But uh, they've been blowing up over the past couple of years. You can get it a, a lot of places. And I, I think they do like shipping now. But uh, but it's pretty good. And Jeff, I see you. Uh, 
you've got a specialty beer in front of you too. What uh, what'd you bring with us tonight? I have a, uh, a Muni, which is by the Platform Beer Company. They are, it's a pale ale. Um, it's a good game day beer because they are partnered with the Cleveland Browns. So it's actually their beer, essentially the Browns and Platform Beer Company combined and made Muni here. But uh, while I'm reading the can here, it says a proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. Like, have you ever heard of a not a proud partner? Like, everything's a proud partner. <laughs> if anybody, I don't know if they've looked at the last 20 years, I sure as hell would not be a proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. Right, right. Oh, dude, that's funny. Yeah. Hey, well, you we're know, partnered with them, but uh, we we really don't like it. Yeah. When it comes to they disappointed partners, the at the top of the list is probably my wife. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. How about those damn Cleveland Browns, though, huh? I mean, it's twenty twenty nine and three. Who'd have thought? It's funny. I remember the beginning of the year, man. Everybody was making those jokes of like, "Hey, man, twenty twenty. Like, this is the one year the Cleveland Browns going to do well." And here we find ourselves at nine and three. Like, like everybody's just like, "Is this really fucking happening?" Like everything <laughs> right. else going on in the world, like that's unbelievable. It's like, man, how did we actually get here? It's yeah. insane. And people still complain about the uh, the Browns. If you go onto any kind of social media, they're still complaining that they blew a lead or Bakers didn't have the best game. It's like we're nine and three. Two years ago, we were zero and sixteen. I mean, what right, the hell man. Do you guys want at this point, dude. I I saw you the other day. I think it was. I'm not sure what press conference. It might have been Coach Stefanski's press conference on Facebook, the live stream. I saw you defending and going after some people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just, they're like, well, they blew a lead and they're, they're not a contender. And I'm like, well, they're going to make the playoffs. So I mean, apparently they are a contender. Right. I mean, anything can happen on, on a Sunday in the NFL. I mean, look at the Steelers losing to a team with no name. So <laughs> I, mean, I mean, anything can happen at this point. Right. Seriously. Well, shit, what was the last time we had the same record? Like, 94? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I was still shitting my pants. <laughs> it was literally the last time the Browns had, had this winning of a record. Like it's, Wait, you it's guys insane. stopped shitting your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I, I've always said this. There's, there's two people in this world. Those who have shit their pants in their adult life and liars. <laughs> <laughs> On to Lee's favorite part, transitions. <laughs> How do you go from one thing to the next? Well, I do have an interesting. No. So I, know, I remember your first episode, you guys were just throwing out like pretty random questions and you were answering. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and when I was going to Lakeland, which is a community college out here by us, um, I took a business class and the first day, our teacher sat us down and he asked one of the most random questions, but he wanted to try to get your brain to think in different ways. So the question was, if you had to choose one, would you want to know the day that you die or how you die? Oh man, that's, that's a hard one. Yeah. He, that was like a question that, I mean, he asked other ones too, but that was the one that sure. stuck out. Cause it's like, <laughs> it was our, it was my first day. I mean, I didn't go to college right out of high school. So I sat down and I looked around and he asked this question. I'm like, what the hell did I just sign up for? <laughs> I mean, this is like some kind of movie where he's going to pull something out and be like, say hello to my little friend. Or something. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where this is going. So then he made us write it down and then we turned it in. So I don't, and I never heard about it ever since then, but it's just an interesting, 
question. That's kind of really creepy that uh, that he just made everybody turn it in and didn't tell anybody about <laughs> yeah, it. At all. I, mean, I guess it's just to turn something in. I don't know. He might have not even been our teacher. Who knows? I mean, he might have just been some <laughs> random custodian there or something. Knowing knowing Lakeland, it probably wasn't. <laughs> it probably was just some random guy. <laughs> some random stone TA. Like, <laughs> um, right. how, can, how can I fuck with this new class? Dude, that's I don't know, man. I would. I feel like I might want to know the day. I mean, I feel like the way really wouldn't uh, wouldn't, wouldn't really sway me one way or the other. I feel like I would. I would want to know the day it was. You can kind of plan around that if you know, like ah, I'm gonna hit by a, you know, I'm gonna hit by a train. It's like all right, well, you're gonna live your life in in fear, you know, staying away from railroad tracks and all that. But you never know what it could be. Right. Like I would rather know. Like what, once it's the day, like ah, it doesn't matter. You know. Yeah. If they tell me I'm dying tomorrow, I'm not going to work. I'm not doing my laundry. Oh, right. I'm not doing any of that stuff. They're pulling a full half baked. You know, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd rather know the day. What about you, Lee? I don't know. I don't think I could know the day. It would be so, I mean, like, can you imagine that? Like, knowing you had, like, whatever, it, even if it wasn't in the near future, like, you have 900 and that's only three years. But, or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's say even I don't you, know, know, you uh, tried to come up with a big number. It was <laughs> started with 900. <laughs> I don't want it to be astronomical, but, but, (laughs) um, but you know, whatever, even if it was a big number, like 5,000 days left to live, you know, and like, it would just suck knowing that I think, but I don't know, maybe you can make amends and stuff, I suppose, but I think I'd rather know the way, you know, that I was going to die. Dude, what if you, okay. So, so let's, let's play this out. So if you knew, you know, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to choke on a chicken wing or whatever, like Mm -hmm. you just like be living in like fear not doing anything like that that's true just, i mean that's true and like never eating chicken wings again for sure I, I don't know if that's a sacrifice i'm willing to make yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean can you imagine if it was something as so innocent as just like choking on a beer i mean that would that would be the worst than chicken wings you know like <laughs> yeah right i would they have no that idea would be that would be really terrible for that podcast. Let's, uh, let's, let's not find out. Really <laughs> be like a round of applause after every podcast. We made it today. We'll try yeah, guys. We did it. Right. Just, just totally tempting fate. Hey, I'm just in caution. Like, wait, wait. <laughs> what is that? Uh, is that not another team movie? We're like, this is it. This is my moment. Oh man. Can funny. you imagine? I mean, if somebody, if one of us died on the podcast, can you imagine like? Dude, can you imagine that great PR? We would get. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, dude, we blow up. <laughs> oh, geez, no, no pressure, Jeff. <laughs> well, by default, I'm going to be the one that has to croak because it's your dude, both of your no. podcasts, so you can't lose either one of you. No pressure, but we both clearly thought about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we invite Jeff on the podcast. Not even ten minutes in, we've already killed him. Like, well, we, we really wanted to get your insight on a whole bunch of topics, but <laughs> truth, we, we really just want the PR. <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny. That's super funny. You going to break into that Muni, Jeff, or are you just going to look at it? I'm going to break into it here in a second. I have my, uh, so this is one of those jingling flights. This is like my appetizer, mm. and then I have my dinner over here, so... Yeah, yogurt and ice cream. Yeah. Yogurt, <laughs> Lee, dude, that is not going to catch on, man. That's the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It's like diet. It's like diet. It's like diet. You know, like when you're on a diet, you get yogurt. You know, instead of ice cream, right? I mean, it totally makes sense to me. 
You know what it came across? had a conversation for like 20 minutes after that first podcast. Like, out of all the ice creams he could have thrown in there, why that one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, you know what it made me think of? What was it? A 40-year-old virgin. Where he's uh, where he's talking about touching the breast for the first time, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a bag of sand." <laughs> like, Lee, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah, Miller Lite, you know, it's like yogurt. <laughs> what? Jeff, I know you've uh, you've been a butcher for some years now, and and have some some insight into that industry. What's uh what are some trade secrets you can kind of share with us? <laughs> I almost said that really, really terribly. I, it almost um, came out. I was like, hey, man, is there like, anything interesting about your job? That- the uh, the meat shortage. There were secrets about the meat shortage we had like a couple months ago where everyone was buying meat and everywhere you went. Yeah. Um, I won't name because well, I just did, but I won't. I can't mention them without them knowing because it's technically this is like media type stuff. But mm-hmm. right. dude, we not even technically, we are the fucking media. We are, <laughs> we are, we are mainstream right now. <laughs> well, for starters, let's go back. Um, obviously, with COVID and everything going on, everyone's going out and buying the weirdest things. I mean, toilet paper, paper towels, those are hard to come by now, apparently. (laughs) Um, But if you remember a couple months ago, we had a uh, meat shortage where if you would go to your local retailer, grocery store, um, meat would be hard to find. And if it was there, they raised the price. That's because everybody went out and panic bought. So if, well, I hope we don't get to that point again, but if it gets to that point where they start locking everything down, um, definitely don't go out and, and buy up everything. And we're not going to run out of meat as long as everyone just kind of does their norm, the norm, um, yeah. which is buy whatever you need for that week or with that day. Or because once you buy up everything, then, then it's going to get more expensive and the cost of meat's going to go up. And, um, right. and I'm sure there's people that still have freezers full of stuff that's, um, you know, that they never even used yet or they ended up throwing out because it was sitting in there with freezer burn or, right. or, uh, whatever. But, um, really for like, for where I work, we don't really do the whole butcher stuff anymore that the meat actually comes in box now. So we do, we still cut it and process it, but it's not like the whole pieces like it used to be coming in, like on the, on the hooks and everything where you would just, Slice no, you like see in the movies game. where you see just like a yeah, giant, like, yeah, it's like not half like a cow sliding through. <laughs> 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 I thought that's how you stayed in such good shape. Yeah, yeah, we're not in the back like throwing rights and lefts on the on uh, old McDonald's <laughs> cow over here that just came right. in. You know, <laughs> you get the most tender, tenderized meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a definitely. I never thought I would get into this, and it's it's been fun. I've been doing it now for four and a half, almost five years. So it's, Holy cow. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. Long. Yeah, it's been wow. a while. Um, and then I, uh, I also tried to sell insurance for a little bit and that was an interesting road. Really? Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like if you're going out for the both of you, just put like go in the mindset that you have money and you're going to go out and buy a 70 inch TV. Like you're the way you're, you know, you drive to a Best Buy or wherever you're going to get it and you're happy and you're thrilled and you're shopping and you get it in your car and you're like pumped. You're going to get it out of the box. Now think about buying insurance. <laughs> like you're never going to see it. Hopefully you'll never, you have to use it, but like you'll, right. you're never going to see it. You're just pretty much burning money saying one day when uh, Joe Schmo comes through a red light and hits the side of my car, I'm going to need that insurance. Mm-hmm. Right. And then first, the I got to try and put myself in this mindset of having money. <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst part too is the uh, company I worked for. They would send flyers out in the mail 
that said um, rates starting at like $37. So nobody ever sees the starting at. They just say, oh, I'm going to get insurance oh, right. for $37. $37. So people <laughs> would be calling in and you'd be like, ah. Uh, Okay, let me look up your driving record. It's like, well, you steamrolled a family of four. I'm going to believe it to you. It's not going to be $37 for you. It's actually $600 a month. Right, right. Oh, geez. Isn't that funny how that works, too? Everybody sees that, man. If you've ever worked in any part of sales, everybody knows that exact same thing, right? You see exactly Nobody, what uh, the customer sees exactly what they want to see. Yeah, and they know yeah, that, man. for sure. Yeah. You know, and- yeah, I know. I think especially with like the insurance thing is you just get, get locked into it. I mean, like I'm almost 30, but like my dad had my car insurance. And then when I fell off of his plan, I paid for my car insurance. Well, I still, I still kept it, but now I'm under that, you know, my own plan for the car insurance. And then I bundled the house into it. And now yeah. I'm looking for insurance. Like I'm not going anywhere else. I'm not dealing with that hassle. Oh it's, yeah, it's dude. <laughs> right. Like for shopping for it, but like, no, dude, I just do. I think everybody did. Right. Like whatever my parents had or whatever, like the first person you talk to, you're like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. I'm going to go with you. Right. I'm not going to change this for the rest of my life. Cause I'm too lazy to shop around, you know? And they have the worst people in their commercials. I might be in the minority when I say this, but I don't give a damn about Flo or Jake from state farm. So <laughs> did they, how did they just replace you realize they just replaced Jake from state farm? I didn't even notice that now. Yeah, dude, it's like it's like a buff, attractive black dude now. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude, they just they just didn't say anything about it. They just completely switched him up now. Oh, from the nerdy guy that was uh... yeah, it was like a nerdy, overweight white dude, <laughs> and now it's like it's like this. He's like he's jacked up. There's a he did a commercial with Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he's fucking he's like yoked. He's a, he's like way bigger than him standing next to him. Like that player, yeah, dude. Like they didn't like they didn't say anything about it, nothing like that. Just like we wouldn't notice. Come on, and, and you know, like Flo's been speaking for that company that you know that one actress there for like ever. Yeah, dude, yeah, Flo has time. been there for a long time. It's probably some weekend and Bernie shit going on with Flo. <laughs> right. You know, she's making total bank though. That actress is for those commercials. She's yeah, got to be breaking it in. And then the yeah. general has Shaq. They have that cartoon general and Shaq. Man, how broke was Shaq to have to start doing those generals? <laughs> yeah. They saw him getting into like that small ass car too, and the and the generals in the passenger seat. I'm like, there's what? no way Shaq's fitting in that little car, dude. I think about that all the time. I just saw one with um, I think it was Domino's or something like that with Deion Sanders. <laughs> Where he's like intercepting bad deliveries. He'd be like, Did I just get intercepted by Dan Sanders? He's like, Yep. He's like, dude, man, how bad were you hurting for money? It's crazy. I could I couldn't imagine being at that level with you know the stardom that these guys hit and then we're like, oh man, you know what? I finally reached it. I made it to the peak. I'm gonna start doing commercials for the general. <laughs> dude, come Shaq on. Shaq does commercials for everything though. Shaq was Shaq Shaq doesn't hey, has no shame, dude. Yeah, he doesn't care. Printer yeah. ink. I see him all the time with those printer commercials online. Yeah, man. <laughs> didn't he? Uh, didn't he buy in with Ring? Those Ring doorbells. Wasn't that Shaq? Oh, you, that could be. He's he's everywhere. Do I think so? I think he was like heavily invested with with uh, with Ring doorbells too. I'm pretty sure he's invested in Papa John's right now too. Really? Yeah. He he owns like a couple of Papa John's franchises. Dude, that's crazy. Good old Shaq. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I feel like this is a this is a good peeling back the curtain of like what <laughs> the podcast is actually like. Because I'm like know? listening to it, I'm like, oh man, they just like keep going and going and going, and then you just like yeah, yeah. You're recording about. I tell you what, not not to not to tip my own hat, man. I feel like I've been able to 
because I don't know anything. I mean, clearly you saw how we started this, but uh, <laughs> how we started this so quickly and the fact that we were able to start it is that it's so easy really with really minimal equipment and mm-hmm. a little bit of research and watching a couple of YouTube videos to really put out something that's a, a decent quality, a lot higher than what we thought it would be mm-hmm. uh, without having to create a whole studio and spend thousands of dollars. And, you know, the technology's out there now that we can put something together pretty quickly and it, and it sounds pretty great, you know. Have you guys thought about this before the pandemic or was this something that you guys just said, hey, let's, you know, we're sitting at home, can't really do much. Let's just start a podcast. That was literally it. it. (laughs) (laughs) You totally got it. (laughs) Was was it that obvious? No, yeah, that, that really kind of is. I mean, me and Lee had, had talked about different stuff before. Like, we we both joked about, and, you know, it's something we, we'd probably both love to do, but I don't know if we'll ever cross that bridge and get the, uh, get the courage to actually do it and check it off that bucket list. But we both talked about actually doing stand-up at some point, right? <laughs> we, we'd love that. We think it would be awesome. And we're, we're both egomaniacs and narcissists that we think people would like to listen to what we have to say. But uh, we, we, uh, we, we both, we both love to talk. And, and honestly, it's been a great thing. We were talking about it the other day is that it's, uh, it was a great opportunity. We're, we're kind of using this. It's, I don't want to say forced because it's not forced, but it's a good opportunity. We've been spending a lot more time and, and talking a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Now that we're doing this, you know, it, it's a great excuse for us to get together and, and chat, you know, I mean, pretty much every day. And, and, we always have, you know, we'll shoot each other a text or get together probably maybe once a month or once every while. But, shoot uh, memes. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just random shit. And, uh, <laughs> but now it's good. Like you said, the, the, you guys were over yesterday and now we're doing this like once a week kind of thing. And we're, mm-hmm. we're pretty much texting every day. So it's just a, a good excuse to hang out and chat. And like I said, once we realized how easy it was to put something out there. Like we got to do it, you know. It's a it's a good excuse for us to hang out and talk to people and, and get people on. And now that you're on, realizing that it's you know it's, it's a pretty simple thing to do. Before, obviously, with COVID, our goal is to hopefully be able to sit down with people. You know, doing this virtually is 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 fun and it's it's nice, but it it's hard to replicate just like sitting around and and hanging out. You know, so hopefully, we want to get back to that to where we can all. You know, have people over or go somewhere and, and, you know, check out our new brewery, bring some of our shit, bring a laptop and a couple of mics and hang out, you know. Good sponsorships oh, yeah. there. Go to the Hooli house or something like that. Just sit around yeah, the table yeah. and sponsor you. And- Dude, I, I, we're hoping. So we've been, we've been getting some love here and there. Um, we actually, we got a, we got a message on our Instagram uh, from some guys with the podcast. Where was it? Like Kentucky or Tennessee or Tennessee, something like that. Yeah, I think it's the Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they wanted to do a crossover episode. We just got a we got a message from uh, some cidery in New York that wanted us to like, hey, you should review our stuff. We're mm-hmm. like, you obviously don't listen. That's <laughs> <laughs> You know, like you, you just you saw one of our hashtags and uh, <laughs> just want to comment on it. You know, but. Uh, yeah, man, it's just it's just something you know. Like I said, if people are listening to it, we we hope they enjoy it, and, uh, and if not, then whatever we're going to keep doing it. You know, it's a 
we're, we're having a blast with it. It's just an opportunity so for us fun. to sit down. It really is. Just sit down and, and chat with people and an excuse to drink beer and kind of hang out together. So it is, uh, it, it's been a fun journey kind of figuring out. I think each episode's getting a little bit better, you know, oh, we're yeah. starting to have a little more structure to it and kind of figuring out the editing part. That's, that's been a fun journey for me. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much. Like none of us come from like an audio or computing background. Like I, I can, like a fucking caveman. I can barely operate my phone, <laughs> but like watching a bunch of YouTube videos and just trying to figure out how to do all this edits and, and learning about audio and, and cross gates and compression and all this stuff. So it's, uh, it, it's been fun, man. It's a, uh, it's turned into a, a passion that that's, uh, I, I didn't really have before, you know, until we jumped into it. What, uh, what made you want to, what made you want to jump on the podcast though, besides hanging out with me and Lee? Oh, that was uh, the number one reason. um i've never actually been on a podcast and the way you guys are saying like oh we're just gonna start and go with it and we'll get better as we go and i'm like i gotta be on like the first or second episode here i can't go too far (laughs) in but then i had to follow (laughs) becky and brian from last week so you guys pretty much shopped from like the clearance rack this week with me because i i don't work out i don't uh i don't eat healthy um, I'm drinking a light like beer tonight to try to make up for it, but it's not, it's not really yeah. working either. So would you call it the yogurt of beer that you're drinking? <laughs> no, it's not the yogurt of beer. No. <laughs> yeah, man. I think, I, I think we, uh, we might've talked about it with, uh, with Becky and Brian. That's, uh, just the, you know, everybody, I feel like podcasts over the past maybe year or two, just have completely blown up. Mm-hmm. It really has. Like I, I've, I've always listened to like the Joe Rogans and some, some smaller ones or like we, uh, every time we're on like road trips, you should always listen to it. But now I feel like people are streaming them at work. They're doing it in the car back and forth. Like a lot of times I'll, mm-hmm. I'm me and Lee are huge music heads. We go to a lot of concerts together, but I feel like I'm probably listening to a podcast or like some, you know, weird serial killer thing on youtube you know when i'm driving like i feel like i it's it's almost taken over that just like ambient music or like time killer people are listening to podcasts mm-hmm. now if you want to talk to us like a year or two ago like oh what, what do you want to do I'm like oh, i'm just gonna listen to people talk you know <laughs> are you gonna talk to you no i'm just gonna listen <laughs> yeah no i'm just gonna just gonna listen it's crazy you would think that podcasts are probably ahead of like regular radio how many people actually listen to an actual radio station anymore for the music because i mean if you like a song you just download it to your phone and you play it from your phone so i think when people are actually i know i listen to you guys a lot on my way to and from work and uh my wife listens to you guys and she also listens to like all those serial killer mystery ones which is kind of awkward because she'll like turn it off when i'm in the car so it's like uh am i getting a hit in here do you not want me to know your plan or something so it's like anytime i'm in the passenger seat and she like turns on the radio and she quickly turns off her like serial killer one i'll pick my pointer finger and like do the unlock manually and be like do i need to jump out of this thing or what's going on with this because she'll have it blasting and then turn it down really quick i'm like all right <laughs> oh yeah, nothing, nothing. Oh, I, I wasn't listening to anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. You know, and I think that's why, like, even like j- like these radio gi- giants are investing so heavily into podcasts. I mean, look at iHeartRadio; they own so much music. I mean, like, they own like Kiss FM. You know, they're putting on the biggest radio names that you know. You know, like with Ryan Seacrest and stuff like that. And they're pretty much anything anybody you know is pretty much iHeartRadio. Um, yeah. And they're investing so heavily into podcasts now that you don't have to go to their app, like number one for podcasting, all that stuff. Cause it's just, it's just, a, it's just the way of things, you know? Yeah. Also don't stream us on iHeartRadio. We are not on iHeartRadio. Right, that's right not now. a plug. That's <laughs> it's, it's not a plug. <laughs> AKA fuck iHeartRadio. <laughs> for now, until we get on there. 
for now until <laughs> until we get on there and get sponsored and then we love iHeartRadio. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny, man. I, I think maybe podcasts are just a little more approachable from like everybody probably grew up listening to like Elvis Duran, you know, and like the, the different talk shows on, you know, on the radio. That was like the big thing, you know, and now podcasts are kind of taking over that role a little bit. It is, it is weird. One. Yeah, big names. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're going to be up there, Lee, one day. Yeah, right. With Jeff. <laughs> Once uh once, once we kill off Jeff and get that publicity for having somebody die. <laughs> Did you guys see that new podcast? Somebody died. It was that extreme. You guys got to wait until like February, though. I got to see the Browns win the Super Bowl. Then you can uh, kill me off. Absolutely, dude. I think we would all die happy, right? Like, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm good. That's it. This is, this is the best it's going to get. That's funny. Damn, Jeff, you're getting it from all angles. Your wife listening to the Serial Killer podcast. Yeah, no, we've been trying to kill you off all episode. <laughs> Maybe I should really figure out if I'd rather die, uh, know the day, or yeah, how I'm right. going out. <laughs> Turns out you didn't want to know the date, but it is today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. So, I mean, you were just talking about that just now, the Browns winning the Super Bowl. What's the most pinnacle? You know, is it is it the Cleveland Indians winning the, the World Series or the Browns winning the Super Bowl? Because, you know, we just had the Cavs, you know, 2016, you know, win the championships. What's the pinnacle for sports? Dude, dude, the, the pinnacle is the Browns for the me. Browns, yeah. But that's just, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I think it's just the, the time, the stored history with the franchise and, and being a huge Cleveland sports buff. For me, the Browns are always, they're, they're my top team. You know, I, I've always liked football over everything else. Not to say the Indians would have been awesome, but uh, we, we were so close a couple of years before. And, and I don't so think close. that. Right. I, I think with the Browns just being so far away, it's been, you know, completely out of the realm of possibility that I think once that day comes, which will hopefully be soon, I, I think that the city is going to burn to the ground, man. We're not going to know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> well, I mean, they had three million people for the Cavs parade. Can you imagine how many people will go down there for the Browns? They've just going to shut down the Browns losing parade, you know, just oh, crazy cold, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it was like negative 14 that day or something. Yeah. They're, this whole, they're going to have to shut down the city for like days. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Whatever that happens. I mean, they're going to, businesses are going to shut down. Nobody's going to be doing anything. Cause we're just all going to be out, you know, <laughs> lighting dumpster fires in the streets. Like it's just, <laughs> no, nobody's going to go to work. Right. Dude, I uh, I don't I don't know though. I'm I'm so jazzed for for these Browns. I don't, I don't even know. Just over the past couple of years, even just being mm-hmm. so jaded of of getting our hopes up. Like I don't even care. We're, we made it this far. It's uh it's been a hell of a ride. Exciting to watch. You know, for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. I think uh, I think Stefanski's got to get voted Coach of the Year for for what he's done. Yeah, I mean, uh, he took the same pieces they had last year. And he actually calls the right plays, and he finds the strengths of Baker and. And uh, I guess we could debate Odell if whether he's the fit or not. I'm starting to think that they don't necessarily need a big-time receiver. They can roll with what they got. I, I mean, I heard this morning that they're looking to lock up Higgins, which is going to be huge. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, I think you just run the ball, and then you keep doing what you're doing with Baker. And then when they're playing the run, you just have Baker go off like you did against Tennessee. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, was and, really and I can't really blame them for that second half because when was the last time the Browns went into a half, 38-7? to seven? <laughs> like they probably didn't even know what the hell to do. Like they were calling runs. Like it was the end of the game when they came out at halftime. They just had no right. idea how to win. And people forget. Them. People forget too that Tennessee was is is still a great team. You know, yeah. we knew at the half like they're going to come out. They're going to score points. Probably. I mean, 
didn't expect those two scores that quickly, but right. they were going to come back and they, we weren't going to hold them the way we did in the first half. They were going to find ways to score, you know, but uh, yeah, exactly. I don't think they knew what to do. We've, we've never really been in that situation. Right. It's a good problem to have. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit, what do we do? We're up this far. But yeah, they're lucky they scored 41 because it could have been a heck of yeah. a lot worse if they didn't score that many. Right. Well, especially that fumble at the end. You know? Yeah, I think they I don't know how long of a field goal would have been, but I would have either punted it away or kicked a field goal just because you're putting Baker in arm's way. Just just play yeah. the field at that point. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think every Browns, you know, Browns fan that's been through it over the years when that fumble happened, we're like, oh, God. It's all. It just all came rushing yeah. back. All the years of defeat and, and just all that stress of getting our hopes up just to get fucking smashed down over and over again. But, uh, man, it's a it's a it's a it's a lot of fun. It was great. I've been uh, I've been saying my uh, my son only knows winning Cleveland Browns football. I know. Which is so cool oh, to say. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just uh, just putting that out there. It's it's basically you know my fault that uh, that we're doing so well. I'm taking all the credit. Only know losing Browns football, like you right, said, exactly. we were with the last time we had this record, we were three. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was uh, it's crazy, it, re- it really is, but uh, it's fun, it really is. It's it's just cool to see, like, actually being excited. Obviously, every Sunday, we're, we're all big Cleveland, Cleveland sports fans, but you know, always getting excited, but now it's like. We, we don't sound like the outcast of being like, oh, yeah, hey, the Browns are playing today. <laughs> you know, talking to anybody out from, from out of town. They're like, oh, hey, man. So I'm, I'm getting messages from, you know, from people out of state and friends that I know from from other teams and other areas that are that are watching these games now and getting excited about the Browns, which is cool. It's definitely cool to see. Yeah, I know. We're going on a Monday night football this week and actually with a good football team, not like, oh, God, can't they just take us off? Put us on a Sunday afternoon. We don't want the nation to see the Browns. <laughs> I just I just had a one o'clock game. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just uh, we just got bumped to uh, to the evening clock, the evening slot against the Giants next week, too. Absolutely. Yeah. The week afterwards. So I would have thought nice. the Browns are replacing the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, man. Dude, America's team. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> Soon enough, we're going to be start playing on uh, Thanksgiving. Well, they say that, uh, that the Browns have the largest um, fan organization in the world. So, like, as far as fans outside of just the Cleveland area. That's interesting. When you, uh, when, you when you go to, like, Browns games, um, I can't remember what quarter it is, but during one of the timeouts, they actually – show on the screen um, the farthest Browns backers group that ended up attending the game. So there's been like Browns backers from like different countries that have flown over just to go to a Browns game. And I mean, yeah, this man. is when I had season tickets, which was their two losing uh, worst seasons in franchise <laughs> history. So you're like, why the hell would you come from Argentina to watch the Browns? Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's true, man. You're, that's exactly right. I was, when I, when I lived in New York, I was part of a, a backers club. When I was in New Hampshire, there was a huge backers club there. There was like 30 of us that met at a bar, all these guys that there was maybe one or two of them. They're actually from Cleveland. Everybody just like grew up in New England with the Patriots, a historical winning football franchise. And we're all just diehard Browns fans. It's the weirdest thing in the world, man. But uh, that's fine. Every, everybody can hop on the bandwagon now. There's, there's plenty of room. I don't mind. Yeah. What um, what what would you say is uh, is the pinnacle though of of current Cleveland sports moments until that happens? Until the Browns win, what is what has been the top so far? 
Ooh, in Cleveland, it's definitely so far. I mean, from at least my memory, is the NBA championship is the pinnacle Cleveland sports moment for sure. I mean, that was so big. I mean, yeah. Cleveland hasn't won any championship besides, I mean, the Monsters won. That's a you know an oh, affiliate. Dude, come on, what about the Monsters? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they don't, do don't worry about that. Team like, hopefully, I tell you what, that was mine, Jeff. I, uh, was it really? I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean the. the the, the Cavs championship was amazing. It really was. It was, it was just amazing for the city. I just remember the, the atmosphere, like the, everything afterwards, like everybody was just in a good mood. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was just great. Everybody had gear on, everybody had those hats that they were selling on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but I remember that, that Stipe fight winning the world championship was, uh, was just oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah we, uh, we've been, we've been following his, uh, his rise for, for years. And, uh, his, uh, my, my dad is friends with the family, so we've been watching him since his like pro debut. And I remember us streaming every pay per view fight and, and you know kind of rooting him on throughout the years. And that was that was for me one of one of the best moments just watching that with our family when he uh, when he first won, and then every single fight afterwards. It, it's a big event for us. We always buy the pay per view and have everybody over the house and and uh, cook a bunch of food and and uh, and cheer him on. So. Uh, obviously the Cavs one was huge for the city was, was probably the biggest one for, for more people. But, um, but that's CPA one, I'd say that was probably top for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's super local. I mean, that's even more local than Cleveland. I mean, that's, he's real hometown. Yeah, dude. Like, Fucking graduated like from, from, from us. Yeah. Graduated from East Lake North. And he's genuinely a good guy too. I've ran into him a couple times. Like I've went and like met him when he first won the championship. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when uh, when he first won the championship, he was at that pig and whiskey roast in downtown yeah. Willoughby. So I, that's where I, I actually went and physically met him that time. And he let me hold the title. Like, I guess he let people take a picture with the title. And first off, that's depressing because you think it's like this. They walk around with this big piece of gold and then you hold it and you're like, the fuck? You guys get this at Walmart or something? Like, this thing's like five <laughs> pounds. Like, it's not even that cool. There's security around me really? while I'm holding this thing. Yeah, it was really just d- disappointing that... That's what the bell was like. I mean, granted, it's huge. I mean, it took on my whole shoulder, but sure. Um, but then, yeah, like uh, me and a couple of friends, we went and ate at Hooli House and he was there with his wife and we kind of went up to him and he was just like shooting the breeze with us. And like, hmm. I've met some athletes. I could tell you some stories of, that I've had some bad run-ins with some athletes and uh, he, he by far was the coolest guy I've ever, I've ever met. Dude, well, I mean, talk about winning a world championship and then immediately, you know, in, in your interview right after the fight. You know what are you gonna do next? You're like, dude, I gotta get back home. I got, I gotta work at the fu- at the fucking fire station. Right. <laughs> like, how, like, how cool is that? The fact you know? that uh, the UFC was trying to push him into a championship fight, and he's like, hey man, like COVID comes first, like battling this comes first, and he like put that off for a couple months until they pretty much said like, you're handing over the belt if you don't fight, and then he whooped his ass, so that made it even better. Right. So yeah, <laughs> it's just a solid dude. I want to hear, though, I mean, you mentioned you've had some some bad runs. Actually, I mean, yeah, I'll brag about it because I think this guy's a complete dick. And if you read <laughs> and the fact that all these stories are coming out now, I feel like I'm, I'm like gloating about telling this story. But all my friends, are you, are are you the gonna, hipster? Did you did you know about this years ago? I just thought he was a dick because um, as soon as I say the name, you guys are gonna be like, oh, that guy. But uh, my friends are going to roll their eyes because I tell this story all the time. Or anytime we're drinking or I see a commercial or this person's playing their sport, I say, hey, that guy owes me a cell phone because Kyrie Irving owes me a cell phone. Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> we uh, we got to get into that. So, 
So, um, so this is pre-LeBron. So think about how bad the Cavs oh, wow. were. I don't know yeah. if anybody could name any other Cav uh, besides Kyrie Irving and Anderson Vergel. Like that's how bad the teams were. <laughs> and um, me and a couple buddies, we watched the Cavs game. They played in Milwaukee. It was, I believe, it was in. It was cold out, so it had to have been November or December. They played in Milwaukee. And then we watched that in downtown Willoughby, and then we ended up going to Cleveland, and we ended up at the Barley House. But the time there was a line outside, so by the time we got in, um, you know, they kind of just shove you wherever because the bar. If you guys know pre-COVID, the Barley House is just like shoulder to shoulder downtown. Right, there. right. Um, and I look over my shoulder, and in the VIP section is Kyrie Irving. I'm like, what the hell? This guy just like two hours ago played in Milwaukee. Why is he here now? Right. <laughs> so me being the dumbass drunk that I am, I uh, lifted up my phone and tried to take a selfie without this guy knowing. Well, Kyrie Irving like waved his arms or something to the bouncer. Well, the bouncer came up and smacked my arm. For, so my oh, phone shit. went flying and my screen cracked. Oh, no. And, it's, oh. and I never really thought about it until the next day. But Kyrie Irving was actually underage. And that's probably why oh, they shit. were like, there's oh, no way yeah. anyone's getting a picture of this guy. Bro, you could have got paid. I could have, yeah. I could have been the TMZ. TMZ, imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Now coming out with all these stories about how he is a shitty person, essentially. First off, who Mm. thinks the the earth is flat? Like, what kind of dipshit? (laughs) I mean, what kind of dipshit thinks the earth is flat? (laughs) So, um, yeah. We alienate half of our listening group. Yeah. (laughs) And just like that, you don't need to kill me off anymore. See what I did there? (laughs) And just like that, uh, you know, four out of the eight people who listen to this podcast are. Yeah, but I always joke that he owes me a cell phone because he essentially got my cell phone broken. Yeah. Holy cow. And it was crazy because he was there with. I remember Samardo Samuel because uh, me and the buddy I was with actually did a shot with Samardo Samuel. He was like a center. I mean, you guys probably don't know his yeah. name because he's trash. He's probably he's probably like the beer vendor in section five forty two right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think he's in. I don't think he's in the league anymore. No. So he, uh, we did a shot with him, and he actually. So they got they actually got um, suspended the next day. So I'm assuming they missed practice or something because, <laughs> because of you. Yeah, well, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, but he's owes me a cell phone. Let's not try to pick me the villain here. He's the one that owes me the cell phone. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, isn't that crazy, man? Where were you? like hear all these stories and they come out a lot of these people are just absolute terrible human beings mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know what it is like once they get money or something man it's uh it's crazy they always say you, you hear that too often like don't meet your heroes you know well if you guys yeah. were an athlete would you want to win or make money because i feel like it's about 50 50 in the league anymore like some guys Especially- legitimately want to win and some guys just want to get paid Especially now with how ridiculous these contracts are, yeah, like they're just completely outrageous. You know, I, uh, you know, and I think I mean, to be a professional, I think you have to want to win, right? I mean, like, I mean, you look at like even like college sports, you have to want to win to get to that level, and then only only two percent of college athletes make it to the professional level. So I think it at least starts as you have to want to win, you know? Because you oh, can't, sure, yeah. You can't, yeah, you, just you can't get to that level. Right. Yeah. You can't get to that level without having that insane drive, you know? Right. I mean, just, just insane drive it is the only word for it. Yeah. Like you live and breathe it. But just imagine, I mean, but 
said though, man, some of these contracts are so much money like, at that point. Like what, yeah. dude, I can go, I can go hang out and do shots with Jeff and still go play professional basketball and get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> like, true, right? <laughs> fuck, what do, what do I care if we win or not? You know, I'm set for life. Do you have Crazy. any weird uh, celebrity meetups, Justin? Me? God, no, dude. I'm no. so boring. I don't think I met anybody. I don't meet many I met, people. Uh, like. I think my most famous celebrity is Abby Wambach. Yeah, crickets. There yeah, you go. You matter, Which is unfortunate. She's awesome. Um, but uh, she was a captain of the women's um, Olympic team, soccer. Um, oh, cool. Um, soccer player. Soccer coach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Soup. No, not coach, player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I met her in, uh, she's from uh, Rochester area. Her, uh, her brother used to own a bar that we used to go to all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I met her, we were doing a color guard. Um, at an event for like a, it was a women's national game or some sort of a huge game in, in Rochester. And we did the color guard there. And then they invited us up into a suite where Abby Wambach was at. So we got to hang out right next to her. It was all of us from the color guard. So she invited us over took a whole bunch of photos and pictures and stuff. We thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, She was, she was super awesome though. She was really, really nice. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm not like Jeff. I'm not doing shots downtown with, with active Cavs players and getting my cell phone pro trying to you know take photos for TMZ. I um I think the coolest the 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 weird not coolest the weirdest story I think I had. I mean I was kid I was a kid when this happened. We were at a hometown buffet like in that in Willoughby, um, and uh, we saw with like a church group there. We had, we saw Little Richard. <laughs> at this like, home campaign, will be. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, are you sure you didn't see like some homeless dude that looked like <laughs> No, I mean, he definitely, he looked, he was rough. I mean, like, you could tell this dude had work done. Like, <laughs> and he was, he was even in makeup and stuff with like sunglasses. Really? But, uh, he even signed like church books for us and stuff. What? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm sure we still have them somewhere, but the, he, he gave us like signed church books. <laughs> A weird for Richard. Wow. At a hometown buffet in Willoughby. <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. I, f- I feel bad. I feel like I might listen to this back and be like, oh, man, I, I knew that one person. No one's going to believe me now. <laughs> right. <laughs> did, you yeah, see, uh, sure. did you see Ohio got added to the travel ban list for Ohio? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I read, like, if you, uh, if you live in Ohio, you should avoid traveling to Ohio. But if you do travel to Ohio from Ohio, you need to quarantine in Ohio for 14 days. <laughs> oh, dude, this is great. How are those munis doing you there, buddy? They're good, man. They're a proud partner, so. They're, they're, they're a proud partner. <laughs> Lee, I, I hope everybody laughed at that uh, that joke that went by so quick before. It and, did. And, I thought there's not much was, response. Dude, it was, <laughs> dude, it was too quick. It was definitely gold, though. It was awesome. <laughs> Disappointed partner is my wife. <laughs> She's a That's disappointed funny. partner. <laughs> how old is shit? How old is Vinny now? He's got to be what? Yeah, he'll be two in March, so it's coming Holy up. Holy shit! And this is that the is best insane. stage. Like I will say, when they're first born, it's like the first couple months. It's like eat, sleep, and poop is pretty much all they do. Yeah. And he's at that stage now where he's got his own little personality. He's just wrecking havoc. I love this stage. I know sometimes yeah. it drives Jamie crazy because he's like nonstop. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's this is my favorite stage of like a child. But um, going on the subject here of 
the day of birth. I might be in the minority when I say this because I know I hear stories like a lot of guys cried, a lot of guys were. I don't know what your take on it is, Justin, but did you guys um, did you take any of like the classes, like the pre-birth classes? So we we couldn't do any of the classes. We couldn't do anything. So um, for the listeners that don't know, so my son turns five months tomorrow. Uh, for the day that we're recording this. So we had our son during like the, the heart of all of this COVID nonsense. So all of the classes, anything like that, we couldn't get in to do anything because everything was all locked down. Um, luckily for me, my wife was working as a labor and delivery nurse. So my job was essentially to just sit back and shut up and listen to whatever she told me kind of thing. So I, I kind of lucked out on that of like, listen, you do this every day. Like you just tell me what I got to do and then I'll do it. But uh, no, man, I, I didn't do any of the classes, anything like that. So we, we kind of, or at least myself kind of walked into it. Yeah. I, they, I guess they, blind, they worthless blind anyway. at that point. They were like, worthless. Anyway, we took the classes and nothing you could see in these classes or talk about or read prepared you for, the actual birth. So first off, sure. we were, my wife was a week early. So um, that obviously catches you off guard when she comes out of the shower and says, I think my water broke and you're stuffing your face with breakfast and you're like, holy sh-. So then you got to like <laughs> grab stuff and like get in the car and go. And then you hear all these horror stories about like labor being like 20 hours and 30 hours and all this stuff. So in my head, I'm like, all right, we've already talked about it. She says, I can't nap, I can't sleep, nothing during this this whole labor process. So her brother is going to be showing up to the hospital. I'm like, hey, man, can you bring me some Red Bulls? Well, he brings me two. I have a bite of sandwich in my system, and I'm chugging two Red Bulls as soon as they come here. So my heart's racing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, now I'm thinking, like, this is going to be a pretty penny popping this kid out. I don't think I can afford another hospital bed here. So I'm trying to, like, calm myself down while she's just, like, sitting there like preparing and stuff like that. Well, we're only, I believe if I remember correctly, our labor, it was only like eight hours. So it went by pretty quick, but so going for back you, to, I'm sure, I'm sure, Je- I'm sure Jamie probably tells a different oh, story. Yeah. For me, it was like, <laughs> it was like a cinch, like, all right, that wasn't too bad. We're It's go time now. <laughs> well, so they kicked the, you know, all the family members out, except who we had in there, which we had um, her mom and my mom. And then of course me, so everyone's like preparing and the doctor's running in and the nurse taps me on the shoulder and says, Hey buddy, you're gonna have to grab a leg. And I look at this doctor and I said, what the, this wasn't in the class lady. I didn't read about this anywhere. <laughs> so I'm lifting a leg this whole time. Now my heart's racing from the Red Bulls again. So I'm right. like, Oh, oh God. Geez. And the nurse looks at me and she's like, are you going to throw up? I'm like, lady, I think that's the least of your worries. I think I'm about to die right here. <laughs> so I'm lifting a leg. I'm lifting a leg and I'm not trying to look because my whole thing is me and me and my wife, Jamie, like talked about it. Like I didn't want to look like I'll be there for support. You know, I want to see when he first comes out and that he does the skin to skin, but I really don't want to look. Well, <clears throat> her mom and my mom are very emotional people. So they keep like saying, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. I looked down one time. The only thing that popped in my head was aliens and predators, aliens versus predators. I'm like, what is going on down there? And I see his like hair and his, then his head finally pops out and the doctor like grabs his neck and rips him out, like turns him and rips him out. So then I'm like, oh my God, he, they just broke his neck. They just broke this kid's neck and then they flop him up obviously for the skin to skin. But that was like my thing. It's like, 
these classes, they, they pretty much show you how to change a diaper because I've never changed a diaper until obviously my son. So that was about the only thing I learned from there because everything else is not even close to like what it really is. Yeah, I can imagine it's probably like all the, you know, what you see in the movies, you know, everybody's like, ha, 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 hoo. Yeah. Like, no, dude, once you're in that shit, it yeah. is way different. And then the epidural <laughs> guy comes in halfway through and he's got this big ass needle and you're like, holy yeah. crap. Dude, that was crazy. So the only thing with, with my wife was the the epidural. They, uh, they ended up like cranking it up way too much initially. So she was like, she like was like half paralyzed for a while. She was like, uh, I can't feel my legs. And she was like, Oh, move, move your legs. She's like, I am. There's like nothing. They just had it. Like she was, she was getting almost high on it. It was crazy. Wow. That's a, uh, but you're right, man. The whole like looking thing. It's like, it's like a car accident. You can't, can't help but look. Yeah. You know, I mean, once, <laughs> once the child's out, it's obviously a beautiful thing. It's like, yeah. Holy crap, that's ours. But to like get there, it's like Dude, it's a it's an adventure, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I probably almost better not going through the classes of of having bad expectations, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just going into it and be like, ah, we're we're gonna figure it out kind of thing. <laughs> I just wanna sit in on like the next class they actually have and when the baby pops on the family's like laughing and going to be like, Bullshit, Nancy, that's not how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. You're gonna see Jeff just hanging out at all these Lamaze classes. <laughs> They're selling you lies. <laughs> this is all bullshit. <laughs> you guys are sitting here reminiscing over the miracle of childbirth. And I was like, I have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's awesome. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a pretty great experience, but no, you're right, man. I don't think there's anything that can, that can prepare you for it. Not at all. Mm. And then they ship you away. It's like they load the kid in the car and they're like, well, good luck. And it's like been two days. You're like, I, I, I killed a flower last week. I don't know if I can keep this kid alive. <laughs> right, man. They don't do any background checks. They don't check on about you. They don't ask you any questions. They're just like, oh, here we go. Here's a human. Figure it out. No, you're not on drugs. He's yours. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, ah, you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ah man, that is the craziest part. And yeah, once uh, I think that's at least for us, that's when it like came really real. You know, like mm. I mean, once you leave to go home, you're like, oh wait, are all these nice people that are helping us, they're they're not going to be here anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all these medical professionals that could hop in in case something happens. Yeah, that's have you guys listened? Have you guys ever watched the Burt Kreischer special? Yeah, about his his wife giving birth and things like that. That's just what reminded me of. <laughs> really? I don't know if I saw I that part. It if you haven't heard yeah. it, hey, I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I've 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 heard his other one, the um, I am the machine one, where he's talking about uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, riding yeah. the train with a Russian mob. <laughs> right. I don't know about the other one. That's awesome. He's, he's talking about having a Jamaican daughter, or a Jamaican daughter, a Jamaican doctor at the birth of his daughter. Wow, I'll say that that's a twist. You make it Well, uh, well, guys, unfortunately, I have to cut this short because I have ten minutes left of battery here oh, you're good, before man. we uh, before yeah. I die. But Jeff, well, what did you think, man? What uh, how was how was your first podcast? Was yeah, it everything you time. thought it would be and more? It's, no, it was a good time. I thought like when you when like I was going to sign up for this, it's like you just talk on the pot or the uh, app or whatever, and mm-hmm. and then that's like you just record my voice with us talking. But I'm like, this is pretty cool how you have it all set up with like the video cam, and then it just records us as we go. 
Yeah. So the, I think it was the second one that we did. We tried to do it just mm-hmm. as like the audio. No, that was, yeah, was, that was the first episode we did audio. Oh yeah. No, that's we, right. We, yeah. we had talked like kind of like playing around with recording before then, but the mm-hmm. first we were trying to sit down and record, we did it voice only and it was rocky. <laughs> yeah. It was, that, that was putting it that really nicely. Past episodes too. Yeah, man. It was, uh, it was rough just doing the audio so the video is nice it's it's a lot more natural when you can kind of see each other yeah. it's it's not as as good as it would be if we could all just sit down at a table you know mm-hmm. but uh but until we get there when, once things calm down with with all this covid nonsense but uh yeah it, i think it works out well with doing the video chat on it it's uh it's not too bad we're able to to, to streamline everything this way but i think uh like I said, we talked about before, like an hour goes by really quick stuff to, to get everything out. And we'll probably get a little more structured as, as we go on and, and have some more topics and stuff. But, dude, I, uh, I'd i love to have you on again. I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Just let me know. I think, I think there's some some fun stories now that uh, you are our second guinea pig here and <laughs> realize that it's it's really there's not much to it. You know, it's just us shooting the shit and having a couple of beers along the way. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll put some structure to it. Maybe we can have some. Uh, uh, a little bit better kind of Q and a on it, but, uh, uh, this is fun, man. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, Honestly, absolutely. like having, having people on it is, is really going to be a big thing for us on getting the word out, you know, cause I'm sure there's some people who want to hear your, your Kyrie Irving story for the thousandth time. <laughs> I got some other funny ones that I'll hold back for a different time, but yeah, Marlon Wayne's, I met Marlon Wayne's by accident what? and he's, I'm probably not his favorite person either. So, Oh man, that is a, we'll 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 edit that in there as a as a sneak peek here. <laughs> like guys, you'll you'll have to stick stick with us long term to to hear about the the Damon Wayans story. Yeah, yeah. I just randomly get drunk and roll into places, and they're celebrities, and <laughs> they never go well. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great for the podcast is all of the interactions have gone negatively. So it's yeah. a, it's a good. So I start getting their agents like messaging me on Facebook. They're like, "You better shut the hell up." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is it, man. Well, this is great. We figured out, Jeff. We don't have to kill you off. We'll just have to. We're just going to expose all of these TMZ stories for all these celebrities you've run into. And, Congratulations, uh, we'll your life spared. Yeah. <laughs> your life is spared. <laughs> we're going to put a count out there for for this episode. Who can tell us how many times we've threatened to kill Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> you you win our grand prize. Oh man, that's oh, awesome! It's a new sticker. We got new yeah, sticker dude, we got stickers. You have we, stickers. Uh, we got to get you some. Um, but uh, we'll we'll have you share the word and and get it out there. Like I said, we're uh, we're working. I think we had a stream. Like, what was that weird one? It was like Singapore or some shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had somebody listen to our our podcast. So in the crazy we're, shops, uh, <laughs> dude, we're going international. Yeah. They're making that's the what Nike they used to choose and you guys are on the radio in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're uh we're torture for POW camps. They just make them listen to our podcast. It was they go back now to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're playing Nickelback and Justin Bieber on repeat. They're like, no, we've got something even better. <laughs> like, stop, I promise I'll tell you anything you want. <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. Well, right on, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks for hanging out, Jeff. We'll uh, we'll definitely have you on again sometime soon, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I had a blast. I hope you uh, had as much fun as we did. Absolutely, man.
Hopefully you don't leave and be like, oh, dude, this is terrible. Don't fucking listen. <laughs> you see on Facebook, I just blocked, unfollowed everything. <laughs> yeah, like, like, Jeff, I don't know what's going on. I tried to tag you in this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know these guys. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Well, Lee, why don't, why don't you hit us with our, our signature sign-off, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll all chat soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, please. That all helps. Um, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Drink About It Podcast. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good time. Bye-bye.